Okay, thank everyone for joining. I really am grateful to you. Without your presence, uh, without your being here, this Chabura would um, not continue. So all the people that end up listening afterwards, uh, you have a schus in, uh, in creating the shir. We are in the Midah of, of Simcha. Okay, one of the important things for a person to acquire, to work on, in order to be a happy person, is enjoying is lacking, which the Alter Navardic explains that the Tzaddik he has trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Gemara says in Sait, an amazing Gemara, that if a person has what he needs today, but he's worried about tomorrow, that's lacking emuna. That's very hard for us to understand. Um, but just quoting the Gemara at face value. So that Sadik, he has some food and he's able to enjoy it. However, the Russia because he doesn't have that amuna, that trust in Hashem. So the way the Alter Navarak explains is Betan Risham Tefsar. He doesn't eat according to his satisfaction. He's always saving up, making sure that he has enough for tomorrow. We're not saying that a person should not have any savings and blow all their money. But the Rasha, he doesn't have amuna and trust in HaKadosh Baruch, and therefore he's always, he's always lacking. Perhaps we could explain the Pasuk a little bit differently along the lines of the Alter Navarra, that maybe the Russia is eating and maybe the Russia has so much money that he doesn't have to worry that much, you know, doesn't have to put away food for tomorrow. But what the Pasuk is saying, Beta and Rishayim Tachsar, is that even maybe when he physically is eating, you know, what he needs and what he wants, but he's always lacking. He always feels that concern, that worry. What's going to be? What's going to be tomorrow? What's going to be then? That. However, the tzaddik aicha l'sayva nafsha. The tzaddik is able to eat with that satisfaction, the state of mind that the tzaddik feels satisfied. The tzaddik doesn't worry about tomorrow. We're not talking about being irresponsible. We do our, our what we can. But the tzaddik has an emuna and betachan and How much of people's, how many times are people's lives, people's moments, people's simcha ruined by the worries, the concerns? They, they have a person could spend their whole life worrying and not even so irrationally. A person worried about uh, finances, person's worried about getting married, then they get married, they're worried about the finances, they're worried about having children, then they have children, they're worried about the finances, how they can support them, having to pay for the bar mitzvahs, then the bar mitzvahs, how they can pay for the weddings, how they're gonna help them if they wanna learn in kola, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the worries can rob, can, can steal from us any enjoyment, any enjoyment. I spoke to somebody recently, he said he doesn't, get too excited, doesn't really enjoy things too much because he's worried 
you know, that something's going to go wrong later on, you know, what's going to be tomorrow, you know, in order to be a happy person, Sameach Bechalkai, person has to enjoy, enjoy the experience, enjoy, enjoy what's going on today in this moment and not live in the worry, the anxiety about, about tomorrow, you know. In a similar, uh, similar vein, I like to say that people get very worked up with photographs, with the pictures, you know, a chasana, it could be a tremendous, you know, stress, you know, is this family here for the picture? Uh, you know, and then people take family pictures and the, the kid is not smiling, smile already, smile, you have to smile, be, be happy, oh, pretend, pretend you're happy. And there's sometimes, you know, you go on a family vacation, right? And you got to get everyone for the picture. And then there's uh, sometimes a stress. This one's not cooperative. The picture, the purpose of a picture is to capture the memory. You know, but uh, we can, why would we want to, you know, cheapen or, you know. I wrote in the Enola Mamidos that a certain Gado was approached uh, during his son's wedding. This happened with one of my rebellion, but I didn't think he'd want me to say, uh, say who was. Um, so during his son's wedding, the caterer came over to him and asked for more money than initially they had agreed upon. I don't know the details. Maybe the caterer said there were more people or there was something and, and he wanted more money. And, uh, and my Rebbe said, he said that, you know, he was, he was very tempted to get aggravated by it. Um, but he thought to himself, it's my, it's my son's wedding. I, I, I don't, I don't want to disturb. I don't want to lose out in the simcha um, because of the, the money and the aggravation. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to think about it right now. I'll think about it. We'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after the wedding. You know, so a person has to be able to learn that ability to be present, focus on the present, enjoy, enjoy that present. There's so many experiences that we have, so many rich experiences in our life, and we can ruin them and not enjoy them because of worry. You know, we have to try hard to go full. those of us um, that are in, that are in Shaduchim. And it's hard. And I don't, I don't want to minimize in any way. It's hard. But I think it's relevant to this topic that there may be things that we're able to do and enjoy a freedom. Of course, we want to get married. But the things that we can experience and we are experiencing that we could enjoy, and maybe we wouldn't be able to enjoy them or wouldn't be able to do that. 
if we were married. And, and, or maybe we would be able to, but we don't have to, we don't want to not be able to enjoy everything good in our life, everything in the present, because, because of something that, that I want, something that I'm concerned about, to try to be able to enjoy and to appreciate and live in the moments and cherish those moments is a tremendous, tremendous life skill that we need. How many parents don't enjoy their children because they're always worried about them? You know, a family has uh, a family has their children for yantif, and they don't enjoy their family. They don't enjoy their kids. The married kids are coming over. A big nachas. The married kids, their grandchildren are coming over. But instead of being able to enjoy them, they're always worried. Is there enough food? Is this one happy? Is this thing? They're always just worried about what's next. And they can't just stop and enjoy and take in um, the moment, take in the nachas, take in the experience. This is a, a, a huge, huge nakuda in life and a huge nakuda for the midah of, of simcha. Going Going further, um, another valuable um, tool in having simcha and as well a tremendous, tremendous mitzvah is the focus of making other people, the focus of making other people happy. We're all, we all familiar with the Gemara and Tainus. The Gemara and Tainus says that Rebroka was in the marketplace and, and uh, with Elio Anavi, and Elio Anavi appointed, appointed to two people, and he said, these two people are going to Olam Haba, and Rav Broca asked these two people, he said, what, what, are your, what do you do? What is special about you? And they said to him, we're happy people, and we make other people happy. And you know, I heard this word from uh, Rabbi Ephraim Majeski Zatzal, and he said, Rashi says, explains the Gemara, that they said, we're happy, and we make other people happy, the way Rashi says. And he said that in order to make other people happy, you know, you have to be, you have to have a simcha your, yourself, which is, which is certainly true. But as well, by making other people happy, by making that our focus of making other ha- people happy, we become happier people. Why do we become happier people when we are focused on making other people happy? So number one, because you're putting on a happy face, because you're, 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 you're making yourself happy externally for somebody else. So you feel that simcha inside. But as well, as well, the satisfaction, the joy, the feeling, the good feeling of making someone else happy, of putting a smile on someone else's face, that itself brings us, brings us simcha. And, and we have to think, think sometimes that, that maybe for ourselves, we're not feeling it and we're not really in the mood, but for the next person, for the next person, I'm gonna put on a happy face. For the next person, I'm gonna put on, put on a smile. We're familiar with the Vard from Yusel Salanter. He said that a person's face is a Rishasa Rabbit. Person's face is public property. Your public property, everybody sees you. And Yusel said that if you have a sad face, you have an unhappy face, so then you're a bar. You're a bar Rishasa Rabbit. You're a pit. 
in Rishis Aravim. A pit in Rishis Aravim, the Gemara talks about a pit as something that people get hurt, trip, and get damaged. So Rabbi Saul said a powerful thing. He said, you walk around with a frown, you walk around sad, you know, and maybe it's not, say, your fault, it's difficult, but there's a responsibility. Rabbi Saul says that you're a Rishis Aravim. Perhaps we can add to Rabbi Saul Salantar that if you're a happy person, then you're a be'er, Rishisarab. Then you're a well. You're a spring of water in Rishisarab. You're a person that is such a schus, without even trying, without saying so much, just your presence, just your presence, just your smile, just the fact that you're in a good mood, you know, and even if you're not the jolliest, but just say you're in a good mood, just that when people around you, people feel good, that itself is a tremendous, tremendous chas because you're making people around you feel good. I think we all know people, you know, we all know people that were around them, we feel good, we feel happier. And then other people who maybe it's neutral. And then there are other people that we know it's hard to be around them. There's a negativity, not, we're not blaming, we're not judging, but, but it's, it, it definitely, we know the impact of the mood of somebody else uh, that it has. And to think about this, you know, Bezos Hashem, we're, we're wives, uh, we're mothers, um, to, to feel that responsibility, you know, as a, you know, as a Rebbe, uh, as a parent, as a Rebbe, I feel that responsibility. If I'm coming into my house, then regardless of, regardless of uh, whatever happened, and regardless of maybe the inner struggle I may have, I, I'm, I can't come in, you know, I can't come in with an with unhappy uh, face. And if I'm, I'm in yeshiva and I'm teaching, teaching Torah, you know, maybe I'm giving a shear about simcha, right? So what am I going to give a shear about simcha? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be all sad. So you have to, you have to, you know, you have to feel the responsibility. Um, even if you're not a Rebbe, you know, or a teacher, but you have to feel that like you're, you're a parent and you're just, as Rabbi Saul said, you're a Rosh Hashanah you have a responsibility to have that outer simcha for the sake of the next person. And uh, again, it's not so easy, but it can be worked on and it's helpful when it's not, it's for the next person. So you're passing somebody, you know, in the street, you know, and you're not such a good mood. And when you're not in such a good mood, you don't really feel, feel like saying good morning, how are you? You don't really feel like greeting people when you're not in a good mood. But if you push yourself for the next person, for the next person, for, for her sake, good morning, how you doing? You know, and even if you're not feeling it, but you're pushing yourself for the next person. So as everything else Hashem made in his brilliance, when we do for someone else, we are the biggest beneficiaries of that. When we try to be happy for somebody else, we end up benefiting for ourselves so much. We are happier. We are happier people. The, uh, there's a great, great piece in the Nesivas Or that Rabbi Sol Salanter, such a beautiful piece, that Rabbi Sol Salanter said that one Arab Yom Kippur, during his childhood, he went to Shul from Marav, Kol Nidre, and he passed by a, a God-fearing Jew and the man was, he looked like it was coming to Yom Kippur. You know, it's, it's, it's scary, right? 
So he's coming to Yom Kippur, and he passes by Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, and he Yisrael Why am I at fault? Oh, it's not stable. All right, sorry. Um, why am I at fault that, that this person is afraid of, of judgment? What, is, what does that have to do with me? Why do I have to suffer? He, he should be nice to me. It's not my problem that he's holding in, in Yaim in Din in this, in, this, in this fear. And this is a... This is an amazing thing. Rabbi Yisrael thought of this as a child. And, and you could think that maybe when Rabbi Yisrael was older, he could look back and say, you know, you know, okay, when I was a child, I was upset. You know, I didn't understand that this person, you know, was, was holding in, in, in the Yom Adin. But no, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael decided, Rabbi Yisrael held that it's not for someone else to suffer because you're you know, in the in the Yom Adin, because your holiness can't be at someone else's expense. Holiness cannot be at someone else's expense. You have to. You you're responsible for the other next person's feelings. So that was the uh, that was Rabbi Salanter's idea. This is a similar idea. Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Orbach said, you know. That you should, you should not, someone asked Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach about fasting, and Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach said that if you're not going to be in a good mood because you're fasting, you're going to come home, you're going to be irritable, you're going to be hungry, so you're not going to be as, as patient with your wife, then, then there's no mitzvah, no mitzvah to fast. So we have to feel, we have to feel that responsibility for, for the next person, and by feeling that responsibility for the next person, that actually we will we will be encouraged to to feel to, to work on our simcha and to um, and to uh, and to carry ourselves with the with the simcha. All right, all right. I hope you're hope you're uh, hope we're hearing for most of it. Um, all right, we'll take we'll take questions. All right. Is it bad to worry about having future challenges if right now everything is good? But Baruch Hashem, we know this is a world of challenges. So we think about what the, the next challenge. I don't, I don't think it's, you know, I think, you know, we can't deny the fact that there, that there may be challenges down the future. But I don't think it's something that we should be too, you know, focused upon. Uh, if we're thinking about, oh, what's going to be the next challenge, then we're not going, you know, we're going to have a hard time enjoying, you know, enjoying what we're going through, going through today. And, yeah, you know, I was speaking to my Bakram this morning, and we're speaking about challenges, and I said that we don't we don't ask for challenges. And Lohain, Halaisharan, we don't ask for suffering, we don't ask for challenges, and we don't we don't want them. But but nonetheless, but nonetheless, you know, they they can be utilized to grow, but I don't think we should be thinking about, oh, you know, what's what's going to be next? What's going to be next? Um, that's not going to make for a happy person. Enjoy, 
enjoy the moment and maybe there won't be, who knows, maybe there won't be another challenge. And um, you just have to enjoy, enjoy today, enjoy, enjoy the experience today and not, not worry about, about tomorrow. Um, how do I recommend taking advantage of the time waiting to meet our, you know, Zivugim? You know, so first of all, like I mentioned in the past, you know, you're not, you're not in a waiting room. You're not waiting, uh, not like the Zoom, which they made the waiting room now, but you're not in a waiting room for your Zivugim. Life is so, so precious. Um, every moment is precious. We're learning together is precious. It's every moment of life is precious, an opportunity to grow, to impact, to do. Um, so first of all, you know, I, I, I know it's incredibly difficult, but it's, you're, not, you're not in any waiting room. Your life is not less important than anybody else, whether they're married with kids, you know, et cetera. Your life is not less important. Bezus Hashem, you will get married, don't worry. And you'll find a wonderful chasen that was worth waiting for. Um, all of you, but it's your 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 time right now is is extremely precious, and your value is not any less than someone married with children. Um, how valuable your life is 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 what you're doing is what you're doing with it. So if you're spending your life spending time, you know, uh, learning, davening, helping other people, which certainly you're able to do more of that. You may not be by the sheer if you were married. So you're able to do more of, 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 uh, more. Um, I'm sorry if my uh, internet is not great here. Um, could be accomplishing much more than someone else who's 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 taking care of children right now. Uh, there's, so we don't we don't 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 underestimate you know what we're accomplishing. It's you know yes we we want to get married we want to raise a family um, that's what we want and best of time it will happen. But your time is precious now and uh, you know I'm sorry with this uh, with the with the internet. Um, your time is precious now. You know, and um, maybe I'd mentioned this, but I, I, I've seen, I've seen it with young, with young men, um, those that you, you, those that were like, you know, waiting to get married and wasted that time. Very, very unfortunate. I know one guy that got married, you know, later on, um, and he used those years to, to, to learn and to grow. And there's no question, you know, if he would have gotten married younger, he would not have um, become as, as, as great as he became because he took advantage of the, of the years he had. Again, it should be short, but the time you, you are um, waiting, but, but, uh, but don't, 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 don't feel that your time is, your life and your time is less important. And like, you know, it's really, I'm just like, uh, like, you know, freezing. And really, this is just like a waste till I get married. This is this is not a waste. This is this is precious, precious time. So, you know, your time is precious if you you know use it use it properly. Um, that's a great question. What is the balance between feeling another person's pain? And being no say but all and getting sad from hearing their struggles. 
it's a difficult question. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have the answer. I know, um, I know that somebody asked a question, a similar question to Rav Moshe Feinstein, the Zetzal. So I, so the story goes, Rav Moshe Feinstein, you know, he he went to uh, Levaya, then he went to, goes to, goes to Achasna, and someone asked Rav Moshe, like, how do you how do you do it? How do you balance? And Rav Moshe said that a person has to have like two pockets. Person has to have two pockets. Person has to have a pocket of where they they carry the simcha, and the person has to have the pocket, you know, where they carry they carry the pain. Um, I don't think I don't think pain, um, you know. So, you know, it's a tough it's a tough question. A tough question. A person really feels the pain of other people. Uh, it it can be hard. To be hard to to feel to feel simcha, um, you know, but uh, but it's 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 definitely it's definitely possible, and a person has to know how much they can handle and how much they can they can they can carry, and maybe too much for a person to be listening and hearing every every last you know report every last every last um, that sorry, and just like a person. You know, a person can have their own sorrows and be happy. Um, a person can have their own pain and be happy because there are things that are overriding. They're, they're the blessings in the life. There's a connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, and all the, the good things that a person has and, the, and life itself is good. So a person can carry the pain, but also be, be, be we spoke about like the person, you know, there's pain and happiness is two different things person can be a happy person and still have pain. Um, so a person can carry a pain. A person, we gave, you know, a person, Loa Leinu, could be sitting Shiva and they're still a happy person, right? A person who's a happy person, a very happy person, they could be sitting Shiva and they're still a happy person. They're a happy person who's sad right now. There's a happy person who's carrying some pain right now. So I, I don't think it's a contradiction to carry the pain and feel the pain and still be, be be a happy happy person, but it's uh, obviously a little you know easier a little bit easier said than done. Um, all right, I'm sorry for all the choppiness. I'm not sure what what happened um, with the internet, but I hope you got most of it. Or you know, so either you're really great tzaddikim, tzaddikanios that you stay on, or.